This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress, and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, everyone, and what is up? And welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Sweezy. Now, Cancel Sweezy is the podcast that is burdened with glorious purpose, as someone, someone once cooler than me would say. But regardless of your situation, welcome to the show today. Like I have mentioned, this is literally our best episode we have ever made and ever will make and that will ever be possible to be made because uh mainly what we can say is this is the type of guy you get and uh yeah that's the way it is so welcome to the show today folks like i said literally our best episode ever i can't express enough how uh this isn't is our best episode ever it is and uh now you get to listen to it and then join in on all the fun so that's the that's the best part, and uh, for those of you who are new here today, what uh, you want to know, I'm Sweezy, or some of you know me better as the Foreplay King, uh, or some of you even know me as. So welcome, welcome one and all to the show today. Like I said, we're coming to you for the video watchers out there, and coming to you live from uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Now, am I really live? No, that was a lie. And you believed it because this is a pre-recorded podcast. And uh, mainly I can say... Congratulations, you played yourself. Because you really played yourself, folks. And uh, there's no turning back from that. There's no turning back from that mistake that you just made. And uh, now you have to live with it. You have to live with your own problems. So, uh, sounds like you can suck it. Um, someone else would say. Uh, first and foremost... First of all... Ride or die, bitch. Uh, I have music out on all the streaming platforms. That's Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, in Instagram. You can use me on Instagram. Uh, uh, Amazon and YouTube is on there, too, for those of you listening there. Uh, go check that out. I have some EPs, Ride or Die Volume 1 and Ride or Die Volume 2. Though Ride or Die Volume 1 will not say 
Ride or Die Volume 1, it will just say Ride or Die. So uh, don't be a little bitch and don't play yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. And you just need to be, once you finish the podcast, once you've finished all 62 other episodes of Cancel Shweezy, what you have to do is go and stream my music nonstop. That's uh, how it is. And uh, this is the type of guy you get. So, yeah, don't question me on that. Just do what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you can also follow me on all social media. That's when I update you on when I do new podcasts, when I make new music, and when I do other cool-ass shit that you need to be following. You can follow me directly. <coughs> you're like half burp. Uh, at the Shweezy is uh, <clears throat> the one and only place where you can find me. So don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And uh, make sure you're following me there. We get updated and, uh, yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hear from you. I wanna, I wanna see you. I wanna make you feel. Let's go full throttle. I wanna make feel you feel like a woman, a real woman. So you just gotta kind of, you, you, you gotta go full throttle. Let's go full throttle on all that. Uh, if you wanna financially support the show, we are on Patreon. Um, that's a great way to financially support me, everything I'm doing, this show, my music. Uh, it's literally, as uh, rest in peace, Betty White would say, uh, thank you for being a friend and. Let's travel down this road and back again yet one more time. So, with that, yeah, I think with that, um, a reminder of the free shit you can do if uh, you uh, are anywhere, if you're watching the show on YouTube, like the episode, like the highlights you watch. If you're watching the highlight, make sure you like it. If you like it, make sure you smash that subscribe button. If you're not smashing the subscribe button, what the hell are you doing with your life? That's, uh, it's not very cash money of you, and that's something you need to figure out in your life. Uh, if you have friends... Um, I know you probably don't, but if you may have won, what you can go ahead and do is if you find a highlight you think it would be interesting, share the highlight with your friends. It's just the best of the best from the show. Um, I know some people like these long form podcasts and some people just, uh, some people have very sensitive teeth and they need to go into me gently. And, um, so for the, I mean, you got the audio only listeners who just will listen to a full thing, uh, video watchers to get to see me in all these new locations I've been going to, which has been very exciting. Um, but, uh, yeah, so make sure you do that if you're watching the video. Share it with your friends. That's more important. If you're an audio-only listener, you can share it with your friends the full episode. Uh, you can also leave a review. doesn't sound like much, but it is a lot. We're infiltrating algorithms over here, so don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And uh, leave a 54321-star review. That's up to you, and that's uh, who you are, and that is... Uh, the man, woman, or non-bond that you have chosen to be. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what we have to say for most of that. Let's get into previous week right now. Previous week right now uh, is the news that isn't uh, your your small-town local news that you have. We know you have one. It's not that. It's better than that. We don't go over the child murders and the child rapes here because... I don't want to be bummed out. This show is not about bumming you out. Um, this show is about getting you rock hard and as wet as possible. Uh, whichever body part you have, we're either getting you hard or we're getting you wet. Maybe both, you know? We can give you a little drippy dick. I don't know. Um, here, here we're, we're all about being hard and wet here at the show. Uh, let's, let's get hard and wet and... Uh, Feel like a woman, a real woman. Yeah. Um, so I bet you're wondering you know why it's called Previous Week right now. Well, we're going over... The previous week, right now, and if you still don't get it, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, That's rough, buddy. Uh, anyway, let's get into our first article. 
This is from AP, not Alternative Press. That is a website slash magazine for um, alternative music. Uh, this is Associated Press, not Alternative Press. Both can be AP, but I think AP has the AP.com, and Alternative Press has Alt Press. So, um, um, yeah. Let's go full throttle. From Alt from Associated Press, uh, Pope slips out of Vatican to visit record shop, gets CD. Um, Pope Francis grew up listening to the opera of the radio, is a fan of Argentine tango and thinks Mozart lifts you to God, but it still came as something of a shock to see the 85-year-old pontiff coming out of a downtown Rome record shop late. Tuesday with a CD in hand. He has he had made an unannounced visit that was caught on camera by a Vatican reporter who happened to be nearby. Javi Javier Javier Martinez Brocal, uh, director of the Rome Reports News Agency, said he was in the neighborhood of Rome's Pantheon when he noticed a white Fiat 500 with Vatican license plates and some police cars parked in front of the stereo sound shop. Francis had slipped inside and stayed for about 12 minutes chatting with the owners, uh, Martinez Brocal reported. Then they recounted what had transpired. It turned out the former Cardinal George, uh, or Jorge, or George, I think it's George, Mario Bergoglio was a customer during his visit to Rome and had promised them he'd come visit when he met with them at the Vatican. Francis, an Argentine who love, whose love of tango in Milonga is well known, didn't buy anything, but the shop owners gave him a CD of classical music Martinez Brocal wrote. So, um, this is kind of a bummer, because I was going into this article thinking, what is Pope Francis about to buy? And then we go ahead and see, and he didn't buy anything, they gave him free CDs. Now, the church is making a lot of money these days. They they need to not be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Come on, and Mark. Don't be stingy. I had like a little dust when I had to press it off. But um, yeah, I would have made them pay. I'd be like, nice meeting you. That'll be $30. This is a record shop, and you're buying a single CD. Uh, this is a CD. You're, paying, you're making you pay $30 or whatever Rome money is these days. I don't know anything about Rome money. Um, when will I learn about Rome money? You may be asking yourself right now. Uh, whenever I go to Rome, I will figure out when uh, the currency in the exchange rate. Um, I don't know the exchange rate on any money. I will figure that out along the way as I go through this world and uh, everything in it. So, um, you know, I was kind of hoping, you know, they should have at least told us what he bought. I know classical music. Because the Pope is ancient, and so and this is like the songs of my youth. Dun 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 yeah, I bet everyone's loving this, uh, me just singing along to Beethoven's Fifth. Why don't, why don't I just sing Beethoven's Fifth? Uh, plenty of college-educated, poor classical musicians out there who play that shit for a living. No, don't listen to them. Listen to me. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. 
So yeah, I'm kind of bummed. I was kind of hoping he would have bought a got a wild card CD out there, and um, still a little weird. The Pope is I, oh I guess people I mean classical music and anything like that they're like very adamant. The best way to listen to this album is on CD, and CD is 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 a good form of uh, streaming not streaming your music listening to music. So. Um, it's always there's always something there's always money in the banana stand um but i don't know i feel like uh because i know um classical music they're like records ruin our medium and they do not like that so um i guess i don't know oh maybe maybe the pub was like i will forgive you of your sins if you give me this cd for free and then we got to wonder, is he Jewish? I don't know. So I'm moving on because I'm, I'm done talking about this. This is one I've been wanting to talk about. This is from Bro Bible. Um, is that a good news source? I don't fucking know. Um, this is just the, the least stupid looking article I could find on the subject that I want to go over. Uh, Drake uses hot sauce as birth control, Instagram model claims. Hip-hop artist Drake, a.k.a. Aubrey. Drake Graham, reportedly utilizes a very delicious version of canceling his past digressions. Apparently, Drake uses hot sauce in his condoms to advert impregnating lovers, according to an Instagram model. Toronto's very own Drake is being chided, questioned, and hailed all over the internet today as a bizarre rumor circulates involving himself, a condom, some hot sauce, and an angry, spurned IG thought. According to Blog Toronto, apparently Drake has been questioned over his response to a romantic endeavor with an unidentified woman. Medio Takeout reported he admitted that he poured a packet of hot sauce in the condom to kill the sperm. The outlet alleges she finished the condom out of the fish, the condom out of the trash, untied it, and put the opening in into her vagina. Vagina is also censored. I just wanted to let that be known. Uh, boy, was she in for a surprise. Instagram model allegedly utilized a sperm-soaked condom, but suffered a consequence to the hot sauce douse prophylactic. Madame Noir reported, while chatting with too much hot tea, the Instagram model, whose name wasn't revealed, said that she had consensual intercourse with Drizzy a few weeks ago, and when he tried to trap him, trap him, things went left. After they finished having intercourse, Drake went into the bathroom and disposed of the condom. The model then went into the bathroom and tried to impregnate herself with the sperm in the condom. While trying to do this, she screamed after feeling a burning sensation. The sixth god, uh, then the sixth god then told her that he put hot sauce in the condom to kill the sperm. The woman involved in the hot sauce debacle allegedly filed a lawsuit against the rapper for a spicy encounter, according to Yahoo. On Drake's official Instagram account, the hip-hop artist wrote on Tuesday, You can have your 15 minutes of fame. I'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes. Hot sauce. It isn't just for making tacos flavorful anymore. Um, first of all, this is not a good news source. Um, too many puns, and they try to put in every nickname Drake has. So, not the best. Um, what we will, what I will say, though, people, people are taking her side on this issue. It's like, I can't believe you put... Hot sauce in the condom. It's, it's it's bad for her. Okay. Okay. I mean, if he's directly pouring hot sauce in her vagina, there's a problem there. And especially when it's not consensual. But she fished a condom out of the trash and tried to impregnate herself for maybe, like, blackmail against him. 
look, I believe we all should be allowed consensual sex. And I don't think Drake had consensual sex. He did the right thing. You hear about all these like celebrities who are not doing the right thing. And this lady is probably of age, even though you hear rumors about Drake and uh, him and his grooming grooming habits. Um, but and then like, and people are taking her side when she's doing the wrong thing. Look, I don't know if this is would technically be considered rape or not, and I I don't know if I would consider it that or not. But there's many situations where like a girl will like force a guy to go unprotected and like make make him like nut inside her or whatever, and that's isn't that considered rape when something they do something that's not uh, consensual? Like I would consider this the same thing as not being consensual, and. And people are like, why would Drake do that? It's so weird. I'm like, well, he likes to have consensual sex with many different people. It's his it's his life. He can do whatever he wants. And also respect. Because I think respect is what we need to give him. And he's probably been in a situation like this before and had a scare. So he's going to do the right thing. He not inside a condom. Like, you know how many guys out there will try to not wear a condom during sex? Too many. Too many guys out there will do that. And he did everything right, and then it's his sperm, he did not consent to her having the sperm or whatever, uh, and so he can do whatever he wants. It's his sperm. He can, should be allowed to do whatever he wants. I'm, I'm probably going on a huge, long rant here, and I can probably go on forever about this, but this woman, we first of all, I don't know why her she's like keeping her name out of everyone's mouth, keeping herself as an unidentified woman, but she's also an Instagram model. Um... If she would have gotten pregnant, we would have had to know this. So, um, we should not be, we should be doxing this woman. Uh, if it was the opposite way around, this guy's just like nutting inside women when they don't want him to, it would have been a big deal. This would have been a, so much bigger of a deal than this is. So, it's, it's horrible. We, this woman needs to be doxed. Like, if a man, when a man sexually assaults a woman, everyone's like, we need to dox him immediately. But then, like, this happens. Like, I can't believe Drake would put hot sauce in his own sperm and this, and this woman unconsensually tried to do that. Like, that's a horrible thing that woman did. She's trying to get money out of Drake. She, she's a horrible person. We need to make sure that her Instagram gets suspended. I would love to know who this thought is. And I think we should all try to report her uh, for being a terrible person. I, I mean, I don't know if we can consider this rape, but it's up there. I mean, it's somewhat, I think it could be considered sexual assault too, like, on Drake's part, um, she's lucky that's all that happened to her, like, she's, she has the audacity to file a lawsuit on his behalf, like, hope she has money for a good lawyer, that doesn't sound like she has that much money, because if she's trying to, uh, get pregnant from Drake, she's probably trying to get his money, I mean, he's a very popular hip-hop artist, so, anyways, have what you want with Drake, he did the right thing, and, uh, I, I think, I think we should all, men out there, who are having consensual sex and in nothing in the condoms, we should all be putting hot sauce in it. I think we should be following the Drake lead. Go to your local Taco Bell. You're like, I'm going to have a big night tonight. Uh, first of all, eat Taco Bell for nutrients. Get some extra hot sauce. Keep it in your fanny pack next to your condoms. And you know what? When you get done, just tear it a little bit. If it's too thick, you can get it with your teeth. And then pour it in there. This is how I... Um, this is how I think we should do it. Uh, we should follow Drake's lead on this one. <sighs> Drinking Diet Coke is good for my health because I'm healthy. 
All right. Oh, I love this. From popculture.com. Uh, Taylor Swift seemingly trolled by Jake Gyllenhaal in new photo shoot. Uh, and I'm going to pull up the Instagram photo. I'm going to believe I'm going to put it right here. Uh, for the world to see. If you're watching the show, you can see the picture of now. If not, um, I guess Google Google what you need to Google after I read the article. Um, or pull up this episode. You know, maybe you gotta maybe you gotta look you gotta look at a couple things. Uh, is Jake Gyllenhaal trolling Taylor Swift? The cultural discussion around these famous exes was reignited with the 2021 release of Red Taylor's version, which included a 10-minute video of her song All Too Well, which documents the breakdown of their brief relationship in 2010. Although Gyllenhaal has not directly responded to Swift's song, which paints him in a rather unflattering light, some people think that he might be calling the singer out in his new photo shoot with W Magazine. Uh, in, the in the new Best Performances issue, Gyllenhaal is promoting his role in Netflix's The Guilty, and his accompanying photo could be a direct dig at Swift. Gyllenhaal is wearing a bright red button-up shirt, which could be a reference to the album title, and is even wearing heart-shaped sunglasses identical to the ones that Swift wore in the 22 music video. Plus, while the caption on W Magazine's Instagram post has been changed to reflect Gyllenhaal's work in the film and details about the shoot, it was originally written as Red Jake's version before being edited. Uh, fans were thrilled by the pettiness in the original captions sounding off in the comment section. Jake's version, I am dying, wrote one fan. Red shirt, the 22 mu music video glasses, skull emoji. Uh, Jake and photographer Tim Walker woke up and chose violence. Uh, equipped another, the caption LMAO, y'all playing a dangerous game, joked another commenter. Whoever wrote that caption deserves a raise, wrote another. Others simply left a red scarf emoji, which is a reference to a famous lyric from the track. Uh, according to a previous report by E! News, the song, the new music video, and all the fans, that speculation is barely a blip on Gyllenhaal's radar. Uh, hopefully that doesn't infuriate fans even further. Jake has no interest in any of it. Uh, a source close to Gyllenhaal said he doesn't read God's or pay attention any attention to that he's living his life and focused on himself he's ignoring all of the noise for those catching up joan hall and swift dated for around three months in 2010 and all too well was on swift's album red in 2012 at the time it was assumed that it was about joan hall based on a few context clues and the new extended version of the song dropped some even stronger hints so i don't know why i'm in love with this like taylor swift jake joan hall argument and stuff like that um i should probably tell my thoughts on this first so um let, let's let's think about this they dated for taylor swift and jake john hall dated for three months in 2010 um and i believe that it may have not ended well which is okay we don't end at well to everyone and you have to remember and i always say this i love taylor swift i love jake john hall i love he i think he's I mean, he played Mysterio, and by far, I think his interpretation of Mysterio is one of the best interpretations. I'm still, in my mind, deciding if I think Far From Home or No Way Home is the best Spider-Man movie. Those two are my favorite. I mean, I obviously love uh, the Mark Webb movies when no one else did, and obviously the Sam Raimi is what I grew up with, but I think that these Tom Holland movies... I think Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man, mainly because I feel like he looks the part in my mind, so... That's, that's, uh, you know. This is the type of guy you get. So, um, with this, I just think it's funny that, um, because, you know, okay, so yeah, and I said 
that I think, okay, yeah, I was talking about how much I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's any problem with either of them. It's, they had a breakup. And I, you have to realize, as much as I love Taylor Swift, that when you're a songwriter and you're writing a song about how someone hurt you, uh, you're getting one side of the argument. Now, she has a lot of good points in that argument, but you're only getting one side of that argument. So that's something we you have to realize with that because you you cannot uh because yeah you, you don't get to hear both sides of the story at the same time you only you're only getting one side of the story and Jake is like I'm not going to give out my that information I'm not really into the gossip and good for him because if you had to follow that shit it would it would destroy you and it's it's too much too much to deal with just live your life in ignorance um however though um because you know when something like this happens to you you have to realize you're going to try to fight it or are you just going to like kind of gently get into the side of the road and uh go with it um you know you know people like take a joke really well you know people like that sometimes you just got to learn how to take the joke really well and uh not be a little bitch about it and Jake's doing a really funny thing he's like well People keep talking shit about me. Um, I could be like, stop it. You don't understand the situation. Or uh, he could just uh, make fun of the whole situation, which is what he did and which is what is great. And I fucking love the study. I love like the idea of like parodying like other music ideas and stuff like that. Like I always have ideas like I want to, I have a ton of music video ideas. Like I want to like recreate and slash parody famous pop punk music videos and i also really want to do uh like a parody uh the good for you music video like at least the gym part where they're all in like the cheerleading uniforms i would wear the girl one because uh i would think that's funny i think it'd be funny for me but uh but men can wear dresses that's okay so i don't know i, I love this and uh i like both of them and i'm not i'm gonna stay out of their 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 problems So this next one is from Barstool Sports. Why did I say that's so a weird? Well, Barstool Sports. Uh, um, and uh, this one broke my heart. Sadly, rumors circulating uh, of Leonardo DiCaprio making his dime piece girlfriend watch him wield lightsabers while a Star Wars marathon ran in a private theater he rented are untrue. Uh, here's the original tweet, FYI, before I go into the article. Uh, breaking, Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend, Camilla Marone, details the worst date of my life with the actor. He rented out a whole cinema and made me watch every single Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. The above tweet is burning up the internet like a runway train captain by Soul Asylum. Does this sound like the best date of all time? Absolutely. The kind of romancing any normal man or female would surely appreciate only a flawless 24-year-old supermodel creation with perfect proportions, high cheekbones, a million-dollar ass wouldn't enjoy. But I am here to report against my best wishes that sadly it's untrue. First off, these two aren't broken up. Quite the contrary, they were just filmed doing rich people's sexy time in the ocean in St. Bart's last week. The inspiration for the jokes of rumor actually comes from an interview Jonah Hill recently did with W Magazine where he talked about his and Leo's time living together in Boston while filming Don't Look Up. Leo forced him to watch The Mandalorian, fucking incredible show, because Hill is one of those anti-Star Wars freaks who has never seen any of them. Leo is a well-known Star Wars mega fan despite oddly turning down the role of Anakin Skywalker in the prequel series. Man, what could have been? 
I like how this person's like going from you know normal news article to his own fucking opinions. Even though the account behind the tweet has admitted it was fake, I choose to believe it's true. Talk about Dream Weekend running out one of those Dolby Atmos theaters. Sidebar: If you haven't seen a movie in a Dolby Atmos theater, pick an action movie and go ASAP. You will be blown the fuck away, literally. They have five in-screen speakers, 48 sound speakers, four ceiling-mounted subwoofers. Those are subs underneath the seats, or is for so you see legit. Okay. It's just explaining Dolby Atmos. FYI, I have been to a theater with Dolby Atmos, and I also have a degree in audio, so in music production. So I can tell you, it is pretty fucking awesome. Dolby Atmos is just, uh, it's like, it's, it's just really cool. If you like, if you want to pay attention to sound and stuff like that, it's the fucking best. Um, Blah, blah, blah. In Leo's fictional story in Robbie Fox's real-life wet dream, he chose Star Wars and lightsabers. So, so that's the end of the article. Um... You know, see, I actually did question a little bit. It was like, he rented out an entire movie theater and made me watch the first six Star Wars movies. That sounds true. Like, he's he's rich. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, and, uh, he yeah, it sounds like legit. Like, I want to... You haven't seen Star Wars. Um, let me rent out this movie theater. And, that, and also, I mean, I'm going to tell you all this. Um, here's a little secret for you. Um... Depending some depending on the time, depending on the movie, there's a lot of variables there. Um, actually, renting out a movie theater is not that expensive. I mean, it, it, I mean, if you're thinking about doing it just by yourself or whatever, it's a big deal. But hey, you want to have like a private screening, uh, take a bunch of your friends with you, and like, you're like, you know what? Let's fucking party. Yeah, you can do it. I think. I've seen it. Let's Google it real quick. Um, Google. How much is it to rent out a movie at... I'll just do AMC. That's a... Host a private theater rental at AMC. Um, let's book now. I'm going to take a look into this. Sorry I don't have it on screen for the video watchers. Um, no thanks. Book now. Let me book, I'm gonna book a theater. I know y'all are struggling. Um. Take a look here. Um. That's a dining theater. Let's, let's do, let's do one in like a suburb. The suburbs. Um, an announcement yeah, for this theater. Okay, fuck you. I'm just, just trying to. I'm just trying to make an entertaining podcast. <laughs> just trying to make an entertaining podcast. Can I? Can I book a movie theater? Can I just get a quote on a movie theater for this podcast? Come on. What the hell's going on, AMC? Do you want me? Okay, we're gonna do. Okay, um, change the theater. All right, I'm going to go to a fan nicer one. Sorry. I'm literally just trying to find it. Oh, they're doing it tomorrow. Let's do it like Friday, February. That's probably what. Anyways, I don't know. But I think I've seen them for like 200 150 Um, Like maybe if you get like a smaller theater or whatever. Um... You know, they have, like, the small theaters and the big theaters, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, that sounds true, so glad we went on that tangent. Um, but, yeah, 
playing with a lightsaber the entire time in the movie theater. We got a chick with you. No, no, no man would do that. Be like, I'm going to, if you love Star Wars, you're just going to sit down and watch it. Uh, don't make up shit like that. I mean, you were almost believable and that's not believable. And no one would even try to like confirm if that's a true story. It just sounds like, yeah, it sounds real. Um, but yeah, no, you played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think, uh, what did we learn today? Dolby Atmos is cool. Um, that you can rent out theaters for not as much money as you think it would cost. And, um, Leonardo DiCaprio would not be swinging around a lightsaber when he could be watching Star Wars. That's the, that's, that's the gambit. Did you know that 40% of the food in the U.S. goes uneaten? I did, and I don't think that is very cash money, considering $218 billion is the exact dollar amount being thrown away. But now, I know you're asking yourself, what can I do to help? Well, today's sponsor, Imperfect Foods, is here to solve that problem. Imperfect Foods is helping to prevent food waste, and so far, their customers have saved 139 million pounds of food. They're affordable and convenient, making sustainability more accessible. What I love most is that they meet a lot of different dietary needs. In moments I'm stingy with my diet, I always go full throttle on a low-carb diet. They can even hook you up if you're vegan or vegetarian as well. Here's the best part. When you sign up using the link in the description, you get an $80 credit. Holy guacamole from the avocados you can get from Imperfect Food. That is an incredible deal that you should be taking advantage of. So sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Help stop food waste and get an $80 credit. Remember, when you use our links and promos, you directly support this show. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself some supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So your boy got boosted. Yep, that's right. I know what you're thinking. What do you mean by boosted? I got my COVID booster shot. Um, I know, I think I got my second dose of the fizzy uh, it was April 2021, and they're like, six months after you should get your booster, and I waited nine months, uh, to make sure. <laughs> I wanted to wait a full pregnancy, uh, in between all my, my boosters and my, uh, my second dose, so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe as, as much as you, I bet everyone here wants to know the story, um, and luckily for you, I'm going to tell this whole story. I'm going to tell the whole story about getting my booster shot, which also I, I feel like apparently I have to say this because apparently, um, you know, uh, 
We all have to say it, apparently, for the dum-dums out there. Uh, get your booster, get your vaccine. Still, still a good idea. Uh, uh, you can get COVID, but you won't die. So that's the whole trick. Even though uh, I'm built different, you know, even someone like me who's built different, uh, still needed to get the vaccine. So even if you are built different, I mean, you're not built as different as I am, but you could be built different. I mean, you're built different, dot, 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 from me. You still need to get vaccinated, folks. Don't be stingy. Come on. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Um, so I'm currently not in Nashville right now. Uh, I don't want to give away my current location. Just uh, some private things I have to take care of at the moment. But um, anyways, where I'm at, though, um, they only give vaccines to adults Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m., uh, which I'm like, well, first of all, I know you're all thinking they're being pretty stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. But uh, let's also realize th- and thank the Lord that they're like, yeah, we only do it from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Like, thank God they're doing it at a time uh, God wants humans to be awake at. So he, we, we, so I got the appointment. So it'll be a week tomorrow as I record on Mondays and it comes out Thursdays. So um, it will be, it will be one week. So we're six, I'm six days out from it right now. And I'm alive, folks. So if you think they're po- putting, poisoning me and trying to track me uh, or whatever, uh, it didn't. I'm fine and you will be fine too. Uh, so I, uh, so I, uh, uh, so yeah, I go, I go there at my time to get jabbed the, t- the one day a week in, in the two hours throughout the entire week I can get this vaccine. Um, to do it, and, uh, yeah, so, um, so what, what, what did I write here in my notes? I'm just, like, looking through my notes right now. Uh, I'm not just making shit up over the top of my head, folks. This is a planned out podcast. Um, I'm just, I just wrote my notes. I don't know the story isn't very exciting. I'm like, okay, let's, let's just not make good content. I'm making this good content. Fuck past me and the future me or present me. Uh, we're going to talk about how great, great of a story this is. So they're like, um, when I like booked my appointment or whatever, they were like, um, so we'll have like these green forms outside. Um, if you want to, you can just stop by like any time, any time of the day, day or night. I could have showed up 3am, got this form. Um, just fill out this green form, that way you don't fill any paperwork. You just hand them the paperwork when you get there, and then you get jabbed, and then you leave. <laughs> and so like that. So like I go there like the day before, look at it. It's literally just like a plastic bucket outside, which is like funny because it's not something no one's gonna steal that. But at the same time, it's like oh okay. So if I was gonna be in some like doorway, you know, like you like take the form and whatever. No, it's just in like this bucket outside. Um, good. So. So I, I filled it out the day before, and all that form was was like, do you have COVID? Did you have COVID recently? Uh, will you sue us? Stuff like that. And uh, so luckily I figured that out. I am one of the rare unicorns who has not had COVID yet, mainly because I don't do a lot of things. I I do this show. I don't have to go out very much, luckily. Uh, right now, so very blessed, and uh, I'm one of the few people that's got it, but I'm not knock on wood, which I put knock on wood, and so let's see if the desk works. I hope that uh, 
that even came through this mic. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, I, I'd really like to not still not get it, see what I can do. Um, so then I, the next day comes, and I, after all the paperwork, so I go in, um, and I realized, uh, like I came in with my card, and I realized that my card, I spilled coffee on my card, which... At this point, I've I spilled coffee on almost every important work. Uh, I have, like, my birth certificate in, like, my Xbox, uh, like, the box my Xbox came in. I'm like, where's my birth certificate? It's in the Xbox. <laughs> um, stuff like that. So, yeah, so that's my original, it brown. And, I'm, and I realized that. I'm like, oh, hope she doesn't, hope the nurse, whoever jabs me, doesn't think I took a massive shit on my, on my vaccination card. I just had diarrhea. Sorry, I had diarrhea. My got on my my card. It's 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 okay. I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, so obviously, um, so I like I give it to the nurse who was gonna get ready to uh, jab me, and I was I just like gave her a warning just to make sure uh, she knows. I mean, I'm not normal, but I'm also not. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. I'm not in the weird, sp- I'm not in that extra weird spot. I'm in the normal weird spot of being weird. But uh, I had to, I told her, I'm like, um, uh, FYI, that is coffee on it. It's not anything else, you know, just to to give everyone a peace of mind. And then the nurse um, was like, oh, um, oh, it's okay. I've seen a lot worse. And in my mind, I was like, I've also seen a lot worse. And I kind of had to, I'm glad I stopped myself because I could have continued that conversation and I could have been like, you know, I've seen some crazy shit on the internet too. I saw, uh, I've seen many prolapsed anuses. Um, you don't think it's possible until you see it. I'll tell you that. Um, saw a guy, I saw a surgery of a guy getting a bullet. Well, he accidentally shot his dick. He was like trying to conceal and carry and I guess he bent himself wrong and it wasn't like a proper holster and then uh he shot himself in the dick and i watched a surgery of him getting the bullet out it looks like it looks i think his dick is fine to be honest um and then he also got good stories like hey you know i got i was shot in the dick you know you want to see the scar i feel like that's that's a good pickup line um and then one of the worst things i've ever seen is like a construction worker like someone trimming down a tree and like the branch swung hit him in the face and it was like for the audience listening, he hit him on the side. And, uh, yeah, half his face, like, almost his entire face is gone. Like, he's alive somehow. Like, you watch the video and you think he got decapitated. He's alive. But he doesn't really have a face anymore. And, um, that was really disturbing to look at. <laughs> um, anyways, though, I had to control myself for me. I'm like, have you seen a prolapsed anus before? <laughs> to this nurse that I don't know. And we've like, seen a prolapse anus before. And, uh, like she, she would probably be like, yeah, I have I've pulled a lot of things out of people's asses. I'm like, that's cool. I hope we never, I hope I never hope you never pull anything out of mine, but I'm also not the guy who's like, I wonder what this would feel like in my ass. Um, I'm not that guy. So, so anyways though, so like I go, when you go into the lobby, she takes all my paperwork and I assume we're going to be like walking into, the next room or another room or something like that to get the vaccine. And she's just like right arm or left arm. Like I had to think fast. And then I was like left arm. 
So I got the shot in my left arm. And honestly, yeah, do I still have the bump there? Nope, it looks like the bump is finally going away. Uh, so yeah, I got it. And uh, the next day, I felt like death. Like I was dying the next day. It was so bad. Uh, I feel like that booster may have been worse than dose number two. But I don't know. It could it could have maybe been. Better. I think it, yeah, it felt a lot worse than dose two. But but then I also realized that going into COVID raw is uh, also feels pretty bad. So I was like, I guess I'll take this for two a day and a half, and then I'm better. And apparently, for those of you wondering, if uh, you are dying after this vaccine, apparently it means you're antibodies are working really good. So, uh, knock on wood, we, I can continue, uh, my lazy lifestyle and, uh, of not doing anything. Uh, and, uh, then, uh, continuing, continuing to, uh, to not get sick. So, uh, I identify as a fucking threat. That's what the antibodies were in my body. Uh, okay. So, uh, here's a big announcement here. I'm trying out Apple Music for the first time. Now, I've been using Spotify. Uh, when I first discovered Spotify, I want to say it was 2011. That's when I had it. 2010, 2011. is when I remember first learning getting Spotify. So uh, that's when I've got it. And then I think I did like the free version and I was still like downloading music, putting on like and I was, I was, I still had an iPod at that point, uh, when iPods were like a normal thing to have and before everyone just listened on their phone. And so, yeah. And so, um, mainly why, and then, so I've been using Spotify and then I've been basically had a consistent account, uh, until maybe like October, November of last year. Um, I realized I was not using Spotify at all. And so, um, and I was just listening to music I like owned and so I was just like, I'm going to pause my account for a while until I really need it. So that's the story on that. Um, but then, like, a couple days ago, I was like, man, there's some music I didn't want to stream, you know. And uh, sometimes just, you know, sing on YouTube or whatever, it can only get you so far. Um, especially because on, like, my computer, if I watch something or listen to something on YouTube, there's no ads. But if I, because I cancel YouTube Premium, too, I'm like, oh, wait, why am I doing this when I'm watching a lot of YouTube on my computer that has a built-in ad blocker? So I cancel YouTube Premium, too. And, uh, so, but then, yeah, a couple days ago, I was like, I want to, I'm going to listen to music again. So, uh, stream some, I need to stream some music. And so I realized in my head, I'm like, I could renew my Spotify account or I remember I have three and I still have the free trial of Apple music. And I thought, hell, why don't I try it out? So that's like from like now until like April, basically stream anything on Apple music I want. So, uh, why not? Why not did I go ahead? Why, why not? I'll just go ahead and, uh. Go for it. So, so I'm trying this out. So, um, I want to like do this like sometime in April. I want to give my final, like at least my, I go through my free trial. I'll give my final thoughts on like what I really think in the difference because I, because like I said, I've been, I've been using Spotify for almost a decade. And so, uh, that, and then switching Apple music. So you're obviously going to see some, a big difference in between them. So, um, here are my first impressions. I hopefully in April, I will come back to this, uh, discussion and I will tell you my final thoughts, at least on like a three month trial, a period. And if I had decided to stick with Apple music after my free trial, 
maybe we can do like a year later or whatever. We can do a year later. I'll give my final thoughts. So uh, a really cool uh, thing. So, you know, I've been an avid Spotify user and because I like Apple products, but then there's like some points where it's like, I don't want to be an Apple sheep. And then I like, I have a Mac, I have an iPhone, I have an iPad, Apple watch. And then it's like, Oh, I'm going to use Spotify. <laughs> so that's where I'll cave. So, <laughs> so, um, oh, and I've used like Apple, and Apple TV, you know, and like, this is where I'm, this is where I'm going to cave. So, um, so, so yeah, so here are my first impressions I have. Um, first of all, uh, sound quality, uh, has been loads better on Apple music than it is on, uh, on uh, Spotify, because I know Apple has, like, the lossless uh, form, which, if you don't know, it's just uh, higher sound quality, because MP3s, um, the reason why MP3s became popular in MP3 players, mainly because MP3s are a compressed format, so some sound quality mumbo-jumbo, stuff like that. I'm gonna just, trying to, like, sum it up for, for someone who, to make sense, you know, like, explain it to a fifth grader or whatever. Um, when you like compress a file, cause at the end of the day, like digital music, it's all files. And so like, you notice like, like when you do compression, some good qualities of a file go away. A lot of like pictures, like, you know, JPEGs, like sometimes, you know, like the more you screenshot something that sometimes it can get worse and worse each time. Kind of similar to that. It's more compressed, like compression on the file, just kind of, you kind of lose some things that are there. The reason why MP3 is popular is because it's a really compressed format. And so the file sizes are a lot smaller than say a file, like, like a wave or AFE. I believe Apple uses AFE. I don't know what the, I think, I don't know what the exact file size. So like a lossless file size, it's going to be a lot bigger than an MP3. So, um, and typically in my mind, I've always been when, when like I'm working on music, never do it in MP3s. Uh, but then like when you bounce it, it's okay to listen to MP3s, and for a while there, if the bit rate was high enough on an MP3, you weren't you weren't really gonna notice too much. But I think maybe Apple Lossless could be changing that really well. I know Tidal was pretty big on uh, high quality music streaming too, but apparently people are really hating like the the whole service right now. So, um, in regards to like the audio files out there, I think they they maybe Apple Music may be the best choice right now. You may hate Apple, but that this might be a good thing. I know there's like some controversy with their, uh, uh, with their uh, like their AirPod Pro Max or whatever, because I don't know if those like support lossless. But I will get back to that in a little bit. Um, I just want to tell you a couple more thoughts on it. Um, I'm not really a big fan of the layout of the app right now. I'm getting used to a day in and day out as I go through it, but. Uh, kind of like the layout right now is just kind of annoying. And uh, their playlists are way more terrible. Spotify has mastered the playlists. Uh, like, they, they have just mastered playlists. Uh, I mean, it might be hard for app, more Apple to get on board with that. But, yeah, playlist-wise, Spotify has a beat. So, uh, you, and it could just be user interface. I'm not used to it yet. So, I'll notice that maybe when I get more into it maybe get better at it, but I guess I'm more used to Spotify's interface as well. Um, and now, yeah, going back to, you know, headphones and stuff like that, it's like how like Apple's headphones don't support lossless, even though that's their big selling point right now. And they expect you to kind of listen a lot with your AirPods. <laughs> so it's really funny. So here's like what I've been listening to majority of my music on. Um, 
I don't have anything with my vinyl set up. Right? This is like more what I'm listening to Apple Music with. So um, one setup, uh, this is like a speaker setup. It's basically my studio setup. So I have uh, two uh, KRK Rocket 5s. Uh, so I get like a good stereo image. These are like studio monitors. And then I have, uh, you know, for my computer, the sound card. I'm using an external sound card, which is what I use to record. You're listening to me record through it right now. Uh, that is my Apollo Twin. It's like a $700 interface uh, right now. And it sounds really good. And I think you can hear, that's why this podcast always sounds really good, mainly because I'm using a really good interface. I'm using a pretty good mic too, FYI. Um, so like that. So that's like my audio reference. And yeah, you, I can tell the difference uh with apple music and how much better it sounded it's just everything uh i don't i don't want to i don't think i want to get into that but it, it sounds so much better now when i'm using headphones you can actually see these are the actual headphones i use they're in-ears i use these both as my my live in-ears right, right now i'm using them my live in-ears and as just my regular music and tracking and stuff like that um these aren't the best buds for mixing uh, for mixing music on. So like my mon- well, the reason why I like my monitors because, uh, I like to mix music. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm a mixer. I think I'm one of, that's one of my better specialties. And so the nice thing I like listening out of those is because I can get a good, uh, it's a good reference point for what this music, music needs to be sounding like. Because like when you mix, like you want to make your music, you know, the quality sound like that on like the radio. It doesn't matter what music you make. The stuff that's on the radio, like the big, Go top 40. Anything of that is produced super well. And you want to make your music sound like that. So that's that's my, uh, that's what I try to do. This is the type of guy you get. So that. But these are more, these headphones are a lot more like audiophile, like low, like cheaper, higher quality um, audiophile kind of headphones. And I got to say, these, you can find these on Amazon anywhere from $20, $25. And I got to say, these, these are the best sounding headphones I've ever owned in my entire life. So these are like the headphones I tell anyone to get. I mean, unless you like over the, over the head headphones, uh, these are the best. I, I love these headphones. I don't like it. I have great hair. I don't, I'm not going to ruin that for music. Um, that's why I like these. And like they go around your ear too. If you're watching right now, you can see that. So they you, like, you can run and shake and stuff like that and they won't fall out. Um, reason why I'm using wired headphones. Now I have had AirPods, um, unfortunately, I don't think they work anymore. They've gone through a wash and one was just like really clogged up with earwax. And so you had to like take it in your mouth and like suck it out and listen to it. And then like get clogged up again. And it was just the head earwax and I clean my ears frequently. So that's annoying. So if I want to get new AirPods, I'm going to get the AirPod pros with like the silicon tip, silicone, silicon, silicon tips, kind of like how this is if you're watching the video right now. So those are the kinds of one I like. So that way it kind of help blocks out a lot of earwax that gets in there, like your soft earwax that gets in there. And uh, these, listen to, I use a dirty adapter. Um, one other thing, why uh, wired headphones are always going to sound better, at least right now, they're going to sound better than wireless Bluetooth headphones. Now, you can get a good sound out of Bluetooth headphones, and I'm not saying they sound like ass. Just saying, if you're going to get the best sound quality, they're going to be from wired ones. And I kind of, I kind of like using wired ones now that everyone's more using like AirPods and stuff like that. I want to, I like to stay away from the crowd. Um, and finally, the last uh, speaker I use is this JBL Flip Three that I've really worn in. It's basically something I keep in my shower. It's waterproof and leave in my shower. One speaker on it like broke really bad. 
and maybe the other one might be right now, but I know I had to like re-solder one on and it was like, it worked with it, but it was also like too big and wouldn't fit in the hole. So I had to like trim out the thing. It was, it was a whole ordeal, but I uh, know it works. It works really great. It's a really great, like, you know, portable waterproof Bluetooth speaker. I use it as well for like checking mixes because it's, it's, you kind of, when you mix music, this is for people who make music, you want to check how the song sounds on like many different types of speakers. So like I'll throw it on my phone, you know, obviously play it through that, um, play it on good headphones, play it in the car, um, play it, yeah, the speaker on the phone. So you kind of want to just make, see how it sounds everywhere because the true sign of a good mix is that it sounds good on any speaker you have. Any speaker you have is, it needs to sound good on. That's a good sign of that. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what I listen to music on. Uh, hopefully in April I will come back to all of you and give you a little update on, uh, am I going to stick with Apple Music or am I going to go back to Spotify or maybe take a break from streaming music? We'll have to see. So, um, the adventure has just started and we have a long way to go. Oh, and speaking, speaking of that, I just wrote this in my notes. I don't know what, what the hell is going on here. Uh, let me pull it up. The picture here. I don't know if it's going to be even come out very well. Um, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down is number in, in the top songs. It's number 10 right now in the iTunes store. I don't know what's going on with the world. Are we okay? Is everything okay with everyone? Because I... Why is Kryptonite by Three Doors Down number 10 on our, on our list? It doesn't make a lot of sense. And uh, I need answers to that. I need a ton of percent need answers to that, so... That's that's another thing I saw. I just thought I'd bring it up right now on this podcast. Okay, and uh, so well, this is good. So my dad, like last summer, he told me the story about like when he was like in high school and he met, he went backstage at a Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald, and he met Michael McDonald and stuff like that. And it's just like a weird, random story that my dad has always had, but he never told me. So I'm trying to start this new segment of like just stories my dad tells. So, uh, I got him to sit down and record this, so, uh, please enjoy, uh, the time my dad met Michael McDonald of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, I had a friend when I was in, uh, grade school, high school, junior high, and, uh, <clears throat> there was a story that came out of this, uh, with him one time when we were in high school, a little bit after high school, I think, or, no, it was, it was in high school, excuse me, I'm sorry, and, um, he just walked up this one day and said, hey, I got tickets to the Doobie Brothers, and we're going to go on Friday night. I think it was Friday night. And um, at that time, you know, he is kind of a cut-up guy, and sometimes he uh, always didn't kind of exaggerated stuff. So we go, like, yeah, right, yeah, sure enough. He goes, well, dad's let me have the car, so I'm going to, you know, I'll pick you all up at, you know, such and such time and stuff. And we go, oh, yeah, okay, all right. <clears throat> so we didn't know what was going on, so... Um, we, we got all, you know, we got ready to go on Friday and we thought we were going to go. I thought he was playing a prank on us and everything. So did the other guy, other two guys besides me. And all of a sudden we're going down downtown in St. Louis and, uh, we end up in the, uh, I think it was the arena. Um, at the time they called it the arena. And, uh, <clears throat> so we go there and we walk in the place and we got these tickets and he's got the tickets and he hands the tickets to a guy and they go, Oh yeah. So they walked us down 
And uh, we're sitting like six rows back from the stage. And it was just kind of, a, you know, like, wow, I've never been at a concert that close before ever and everything. So I'm thinking, we're thinking like, oh, what's going to happen here? Something's going to go on, you know. <clears throat> we're not really sure what's going to go on here. We're, we're afraid of, you know, someone's going to come and, and throw us out. And all of a sudden, a couple uh, a security guy walks up to us. And I go, oh, here we go. We, we're going, oh, here we go. We're going to get kicked out. We're going to get kicked out. And he said, uh, uh, and he, he mentioned the guy's name. He goes, yeah, you know, my friend goes, yeah, that's me. He goes, well, after the concert, you're supposed to stay right here, and I'm going to escort you to the, to the backstage. And we all just, I mean, the three of us guys were just freaking out on this. Like, we go, you know, we're like, is this real, for real, really, really for real? So, you know, we went to the, con- you know, the concert started. We went to the concert. And we we sat there and and uh, and all of a sudden the security guard came back and he says okay yeah follow me and we went to the back and um, this guy was really um, that I knew was really Michael McDonald's cousin and um, it, it was kind of amazing because we walked in there and and he goes he calls out the guy's name and and he and he goes hey Mike how you doing they called him Mike and he goes hey I haven't seen you since Anth Bertha or something's Thanksgiving at one time. So they're having this conversation and the three of us are just sitting there uh, just stunned, you know, and say everything. And we, you know, saw the rest of the band and I won't go into what state they were in at the time, but, um, you know, and, you know, that, that's, that was my introduction to Michael McDonald. And he, you know, he's a pretty cool guy at that time uh, when I met him. So uh, that's pretty much the story. And that's it. When an enemy shoots at you, you pull out your Captain America shield. When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Anything can be delivered to you these days. Beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes, even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. 
Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So it's time for Ask Shweezy. Ask Shweezy. I said ask. Did I say ask Shweezy? Ask Shweezy. Uh, The part of the show where I answer uh, questions that may or may not be uh, important to your lives, which they are important to your lives already, so I don't know why you're complaining. Um, But uh, we, as a society... um, (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, if you have any questions, I need to actually remember to do this every episode. Not just right now. You can uh, DM me on Instagram or Twitter at the Shweezy or email the Shwedcast at gmail.com. We do need a new email address for that. I need to remember. Um, Because that's the old name of a previous show. Kind of whatever. Anyways, though, uh, as Philip DeFranco would say. Let's just jump into it. um, Why do people make their beds. I've honestly never seen the point, but I would really like to know why people would do it. Do it. People who do it, do it. Okay, now I know how to read now. Okay, so here's the thing. I make my bed every day. I, there's a lot of reasons to do it. Here's, uh, so I'll just get started when saying this. Um, is there a point to making your bed? Especially if no one's going to be looking into uh, said room with uh, said bed in it. No, there is 100% no point. You are right there. However, why you should do it, why I do it. Um, it's uh, one, so if you if you do any sort of work inside your room or whatever, uh, it does make your room look a whole hell of a lot nicer. That's one thing. Um, I know some other people have said this. I'm not the first one to say this. I know, um, I know the person I heard say it, he was a, uh, it uh rob eiler he played aj or anthony jr that's what aj stands for because it's tony soprano or anthony soprano that's anthony jr and he goes by aj fyi uh if you if you didn't know he already he played that and he's also on the podcast pajama pants which is a really good show um i don't know why i'm promoting them i don't even know them uh but uh he uh but it's a good, it's a, he made a point of how it's like a good way for your brain to start trying to make yourself, uh, kind of like get yourself motivated and kind of get yourself in a good routine. It makes, it's, it's a weird way to say it makes gears in your head turn and makes it so, um, you have a better day and you're more efficient and better working throughout the entire day. So, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. Um, but I know like, and honestly, uh, it's a good it's a good thing for creative minds and like it's a good mind it gets your head in a good mindset for the day. It's really weird. So, but I kind of but I understand what you're saying. There is no point to it. Like I'm saying, like if no one's gonna be in your room. There's no reason to put your bed in a certain position when it's just gonna be ruined again. Um, it's uh, I, you can consider it similar to like wrapping presents. I know I don't try to wrap presents. I could be really good at it if I wanted to. 
Um, but I would have to do it out of spite. It's the only way I can do anything good in this world is out of spite, which is uh, my main reason for existing. Um, don't kill yourself, folks, because you got to stay alive out of spite because some, the other people's lives could be better without you in it. So stay alive because of spite. That's the reason, too. Um, but you could consider, too, like, wrapping presents. Because um, unless you... Yeah, like I said, if you're gonna... Unless they're gonna be, like, a good decoration or something like that, you know, like, if you're creating, like, a... Let's say, like, a store decoration and you're just, you know, you're wrapping empty boxes or whatever or for pictures and stuff like that. It makes sense in regards to, like, that. That's why they make burgers and McDonald's and the commercials look really good. And then you get in, and it's like, this is sad. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. So, it's, it's similar to that. There's no point unless you find a point. So, I think it's a good way to get your head doing it. So, here's a trick I have. I'm, I'm a simple man. I, I'm a man, so... Um, I have two pillows. On, I have a queen bed brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. Uh, mm-hmm. Use promo code SHWEEZY or 10% off or link in the description to get you, you know what the drill is. You heard the, you heard the ad at the beginning. Um, and so as I have a queen bed, a Novilla mattress, and, uh, I have put two pillows on there. One I always use and the guest pillow, um, that I will maybe use if I need to prop my head up. <laughs> um, and, uh, so it's like that. So I just have those two, keep it under it, you know, I have my sheets and everything. I have no like top sheet or whatever. I think that's stupid. I hate those. I hate those. I, they're so fucking pointless. It's like, oh, uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fake sheet over and then a blanket. Let's just use the fucking blanket. I don't know. Um, and I just throw a good comforter on top of it. That's all my bed. It's just plain and simple. Uh, particularly women like to put three hundred different pillows on, and you have to arrange it. If you don't do that, making your bed takes like ten seconds. You just gotta keep it. You just keep a simple bed set up. And, uh, yeah. I have a friend who, like, I think he told me, he's like, yeah, we have, like, too many decorative pillows, and they're always on the floor in our room. So, that's a, uh, that's a decoration. This is the type of guy you get. So, yeah. Um, I, should you make your bed every day? I would say yes. It's a good way to, uh, it's a great way to say get your day started. Is it necessary? No. That's the, that's the truth. Why do morbidly obese people get so fat? I would end up in a profound food coma or asphyxiated from the amount of food I'd have to eat on a daily basis if I was even trying to get morbidly obese. And I don't think I've had enough time in a day to fit all the meals either. I eat two meals a day and I'm good. Some days, if I eat lunch later in the afternoon, I'll even skip dinner or eat soup or eat something small. I don't understand how people are able to eat so much food. How? So, um, uh, the reason is, so, in, on your end, uh, what I'll say for you is that, um, you are probably normal. That's, that's gonna be the first thing. Uh, but our bodies typically will tell us, uh, you know, they, our bodies should be pretty good at telling you, like, hey, we don't need any more food in here right now. We're good. You can stop now. And then it's your sign like, okay, well, let me stop. Um, for people, people who are morbidly obese, um, it's, it's, I, it's considered, I consider it in some form like an addiction because, um, you'll eat so much and then like, you'll be like, you know, what, I'm just going to keep eating cause I can. Like, I guess you're able to ignore the body signs being like, Hey, big guy, 
stop. Uh, stop. I need you to stop right now. Um, so some people just do that, and they, sometimes you power through, and then your tolerance gets, goes up. I mean, think about think about it like alcohol. You know, like you know, you drink a lot. Uh, you can drink a lot, and you know, if you drink too much in a weird way, uh, your body will throw up. You're like, hey, you drank too much. We gotta get rid of this. Uh, or your sometimes your body will give you something like, oh, if I drink anymore, I'm gonna throw up. And, or and then when you do, you sometimes wake up the next day with a hangover. But when you get addicted to it, uh, your body, you get your tolerance goes up, and you get so used to these hangovers and stuff like that. It's a l- little similar to this, and so uh, it's it's just a lot of mental health problems and addiction because food is still more acceptable than like drugs or alcohol um, and a lot of other things. So people just go ahead and uh, they'll do that because it's easy and, it's, and there's no nothing illegal in any certain way that you do it. You know, there's no, no legal problems in it. And uh, you can't get fired from a job for being fat um, um, in most circumstances, uh, physical labor probably. Um but yeah, so and and it's and uh, food's a little bit different than like alcohol, because with alcohol you can just stop, uh, even though you don't like to, you can stop. Uh, but also, if you are really bad, you, alcohol withdrawal is really bad. So FYI, FYI, don't listen to my advice there. Uh, if you uh, with food, if, if you have a really bad food addiction, it, you you still have to eat. And that's what makes uh, food addiction really hard. So it, compared to other addictions, that's how I would say, you know, compared to addictions. But food, food's a really hard one because you still have to eat. Like that's, you know, it's like with alcohol, it's not like you have to drink three beers every day. And and then someone has a problem. It's like, I like to drink 18 beers a day. And it's not like you can't just be like, okay, stop drinking beer. Like you still have to, like that. It's not like alcohol, so... It's it's food's weird, so it's mainly just I would say it's addiction, and uh, it can give you a real problem. And uh, you can hide you can hide your alcohol addiction, you can hide your drug addiction for the most part. Math, math, FYI, if you for math people, we know, we we know, uh, you're not hiding it very well. FYI, just wanted you to know, um, and. Uh, what else will I say on this? Um, um yeah, well, I guess that's all I say. So it's it's just addiction, and uh, you can overdo. And if you have an addiction, you overdo it. That's the that's the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Next one. What are the cons of being beautiful? We all know about the pros. More opportunities in your personal and professional life. People treat you better, etc. But what about the downsides, even though they might be a few? Um, so I'm going to think about a couple at the top of my head. And uh, the one, one big one, I would say, and I love when my women friends, I tell my like, women friends about this, um, they think... It's hilarious when I say this, make this point. Uh, sometimes, uh, some some people are just that good looking. Uh, they never develop a personality, and they are the most boring people on earth. I'm not trying to shame them. Uh, people develop personalities sometimes because they, most people, because they have to. Uh, not because, not because, I don't know, like, we, you know, um, 
It's, uh, I don't know how to, what's the easiest way to explain that? So, uh, sometimes you're just that good looking. You just never had to develop a personality or anything. You know, you never had to try to make people friends or stuff like that. You know, like, uh, never had to discover any interest or anything like that. You just never, it's just never, you just never had to happen. Uh, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, I'm obviously a 10 out of 10 and I have a great personality. So, I am never the best example when we're talking about this because I am a perfect catch. You know, women want a guy who's funny. They want a guy who's sexy. And what was the third one that women wanted? Guys, sexy. Um, man, I totally forgot this example. <laughs> this is, uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. They want a guy who's uh, funny, sexy. Well, I'm funny and sexy, so uh, regardless of whatever the third one is. Um, oh, and smart, and I'm all three. So it was funny, sexy, and smart, and I'm all three. I'm just the perfect catch. That's unfortunate for me. I am the perfect catch, and uh, ladies just can't keep themselves away from me. It's an unfortunate situation uh, to be a perfect 10 out of 10. That is who I am. So, yeah, um, I would say, like, the biggest one, uh, you never developed a personality. Um, I know, and especially when you don't develop a personality, people just think you're dumb. You're, you're a stupid person. Uh, you, you could be Republican, as we would say, the new R word. Uh, many things. Um, there's probably a lot more, but that was, like, the first one that came to my head of, like, uh, the cons of being beautiful. Uh, that some people never, never developed a personality. Luckily, I'm beautiful. And I developed personality, but I'm, but I'm, I'm a rare species. And like, like I said, I'm built different. So, um, not everyone is built different, but I'm built different. You're, you're built different, but not like you're built different dot, dot, dot from me, as I'd like to say. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that. How do I help my friend that is sort of an incel slash nice guy? I met this guy, let's call him TJ. He actually put they actually put Joey in this, but we're going to call him TJ because uh, we know TJ. Uh, so last spring at a car meet, we've gotten pretty close, and he's a great friend to hang around, and I'm stoked to have a good friend who's also into cars. He has his bit of a problem, though. He's had a lot of difficulty with women. He's told me he's been in one relationship a few years ago and has never had sex. No biggie. He's only 21, and plenty of people that age are in the same boat. The issue is that he doesn't try to meet anybody. Instead, he just complains about how he's a nice guy and women don't want nice guys. They're all hoes, etc. Typically, insult slash nice guy stuff. I usually just sort of let him rant about it and occasionally try to give him advice. I told him maybe try something like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, but he claims he's had no luck. How do I help my friend out of this mindset? I want to be happy and find someone or even just get laid, lol, but I just feel like it's like it's really difficult for him to meet a woman if he's stuck in the mindset of things. He's a nice guy and all women are hoes. So, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, going from the top of my head, first thing I would say, stop calling women hoes. That's probably going to help you a lot in that field. Uh, it may stop calling women hoes. It's going to be great advice. Um, and, uh, you know, he says, maybe try Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Um, I've kind of, like, realized with, uh, you know, trying to date, unless someone, unless the person on the other end really wants to date, wants to date it's kind of pointless. <sighs> men, men actually use dating sites for dating, and a lot of women try to use dating sites or apps for validation 
And it's just the way it is, you know. Um, and honestly, I don't want someone with that low self-esteem in my life. Um, that sounds like a lot of uh, that sounds like a lot of dick soft problems. And like I've mentioned before in this episode, we're trying to stay hard and wet out here. Hard and wet. The show Cancel Sweezy is all about being hard and wet. And uh, s- w- women who have low self esteem and need validation are are not are not it for me. So maybe they should back off. I mean, maybe be be gone. Thought is this be gone. So, um, anyways, how to help out your friend. So, um, when he kind of complains to you, I would say, uh, give him some solid advice because the solid advice will, um, just try to give him solid advice, but you gotta have to go towards it like you're his friend. You can't go about it, um, in a critical manner because if you, if, if you know anything about music school, uh, you can just get roasted by some. You can get roasted in, like, trying to get help or, uh, you know, try to learn shit. Uh, it's just the way it is. And This is the type of guy you get. Um, so, yeah, so I think um, you are here. Like, try to give him advice and everything, see what you can do. Um, and then if he, you know, obviously I don't think, like I told you before, Tender Bumble Hinge is probably not going to be the best option. I am on it still. One, to find uh, women who are out of their mind. Uh, like the one woman I think about once a week who on Tinder put under her anthem, because you can pick a song for your anthem. She picked Rich Girl by Hall Notes, which for those of you who don't know that song, it's a song written about a girl who, who is a rich girl uh, who just relies on her dad's money and uh, is a bitch. And the fact that she decided to pick a, a song dissing a woman as her anthem is what comes into my mind once a week. Um, last but not least, I'll think about how to get him laid. Um, here's the thing. You just gotta lower your standards a lot. You just gotta find... You just gotta... I mean, if it's just to get laid, the trick is you just lower your standards. Remember, when, when you're just wanting to get laid and have the, the great consensual sex, you sign the forms and everything... Uh, you, you just lower your standards. You gotta find, you gotta see how low you can go, uh, for what makes your PP hard. That's all you have to worry about. It's like, can I get my PP hard for this? And worst case scenario, just take a shot at something. And that'll help too. Um, you know, it's not, it's, it's not marriage. It's just, it's consensual fun. Uh, that's the, the trick. So, uh, in, in, in the sum, sum everything up. Uh, all women are hoes. Stop saying that. Um, yeah, you should probably, uh, stay off Hinge and Bumble and Tinder. And if he has problems, uh, and when he complains to you, give him actual good advice. Come, come out to him with a friend and say, like, hey man, it sounds like you're, it sounds like insult. Don't talk like that. Make it sound like an insult. And also just try to boost his confidence because you just got to pretend to have confidence and, that's what women want. They just want, because they have low self-esteem, they don't want to do that. And that's my problem. I want a woman with, who's a little confident, too. Like, we're both we're both perfect. I need a queen. I need a queen. The blowjob queen to my foreplay king. And that's what they need. Oh, this is a good one I want to talk about. Why is The Eternals so hated? Not trying to judge anyone else's opinion on the movie, but I heard all of the negative criticism before I watched it and thought it was going to be a shit show. I thought it was actually pretty good, with a villain, and then with S, who had some great motives for what they were doing. Did I miss something behind the scenes that made so many people hate it? 
So, um, here's my thoughts. I'm a big Marvel fan. Uh, go follow me on TikTok. I've been trying to make a couple more Marvel-related uh, talks and just some thoughts and stuff like that. I think I posted one about how I think mutants can be introduced into the MCU. So, that, I'm going to try to... I've also been kind of wanting to do in our, like, you know, the previous week right now, uh, maybe talk about some Marvel stuff. But it's weird because I don't really want to be, like, uh, spoilers or anything or whatever, but... Uh, it's, it is what it is. And I don't, cause it's weird if it's like a leak, uh, some, like some of it's probably true and a lot of it's probably not true. Um, it's just, this is the type of guy you get and you can't go, let's go full throttle on stuff like that. Um, one, one big reason at the beginning, kind of with the review bombs, a lot of review bombing was happening, uh, mainly because there was a gay kiss, two men kissing in a Marvel movie, which I mean, I would say that if you're going to try to introduce gay couples into the MCU, uh, start with two women first. But I but obviously do not care about two men kissing on screen because it wasn't me, and I don't care. And they were both getting paid to kiss each other. And uh, how much money does it take for you to kiss another man? No tongue. No tongue. Just normal kissing. Uh, that's the thing. Um, another thing I want to say is Rob from Geek Culture Explained, a great YouTube channel, TikTok. It's on TikTok too. But he, uh, Rob, he basically, if you have, you guys should check out that channel if you're into Marvel and anything like that. He He's the guy who's I would say literally has read like every comic that's ever been like written, drawn, et cetera, et cetera. He's like literally read it all and like knows his mind is like a library of uh, like Marvel and DC he has he he knows a lot more about Marvel, I believe he said he once said. Um, but anyways, though, it's uh it's really great. Well, he he said like the best thing about that is that no one really cares about the Eternals. It's like they exist, but like no one really cares about them. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's like it's cool for like the Earth's creation and some creation type stuff in the Marvel universe. But overall, it's just kind of like oh, I don't not really characters you care about. Um, overall though, I would say, I think Marvel was kind of trying to make another Guardians of the Galaxy type thing, because Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty, kind of like an unknown property, not really that popular of a, popular of a thing, um, but it was really cool with both them, it was kind of cool that they added that into the MCU, because they were building up to, like, Infinity War and Endgame, so, uh, they kind of had to move forward with more cosmic stuff a little bit to make for, for, uh, Thanos to make sense. And that's why they introduced Gamora and, um, Karen Gillan's character, uh, Nebula, uh, into it because I'd make a lot of sense for that. And, uh, so yeah, kind of guardians were kind of involved with, uh, kind of helped with Thanos, that whole shit and stuff like that. So they kind of turned that into turn around. I think James Gunn's really good and, uh, the character's really good at kind of being a little ridiculous and fun to, to fun to watch. And I mean, I have complaints about Guardians of the Galaxy too, but overall, I think it's a, they're a good franchise. I think James Gunn was good. They were trying to, you know, that was lightning in a bottle with that, and they were trying to do trying to do that again with Eternals. But thing is, with I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy does have that comedy space adventure type vibe and the comedy always lands really well in that movie, in those two movies. And then even in Infinity War and, uh, and also, uh, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, you know, it, it just hit really well. The jokes hit really well. Um, the thing with Eternals though, is it was more, they only had one 
actual kind of like funny actor slash comedian that was Kamel Nanjiani. Hope I'm saying his name right. I know it's Kamel is correct. And like, I don't know, he got ripped for the role and people got mad at him for getting in shape. I don't know. I don't get it with the internet, people being mad about people getting in shape. I just, uh, I just don't get it. Like Adele losing a hundred pounds. You know, her last name is Adkins and the Adkins diet did not try to get on board with that. Just saying. Um, but no, overall, yeah, I think, I think, um, that's why I say, uh, like, um, from what I heard from Rob on, uh, Geek Culture Explained, um, they, I mean, Eternals, there's only really, like, two good stories you could read, and, uh, they were trying to make another Guardians of the Galaxy team, and, uh, it just kind of fell short of that. I enjoyed Eternals, I really liked it, um, I told some friends who were really into Marvel movies, I'm like, yeah, you could probably wait for it to be on Disney+, Plus. I mean, um, uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, I didn't, when I watched it, it was like, okay, that was a fun movie. But then more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of liking this a lot more now that I'm like, you know, thinking about the whole, everything that's kind of going on and what it leads up. I will say though, uh, uh, Dane Whitman, uh, I can't remember his name, something Knight. Uh, it's not Black Knight, right? No, I don't know. The Dark Knight. <laughs> um, Dane Whitman, that was really cool. Um, so I'm excited to see where that, that kind of train goes. Um, other than that, though, yeah, they're basically just trying to make another Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think it worked really well, but I thought Chloe Zhao did a great job making the film, and I don't know why she's getting shamed for this. Like, it's not her fault. It's Marvel trying to push these characters when they're not really that interesting uh, to begin with, to be honest. Um, as of overall, I think all acting, everything everything was great about the film. It's just, you know, character. That's why Spider-Man, like, even... Like, people don't like The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield, but Spider-Man's still such an interesting character. It works. Because, like, we all relate to Peter Parker and or any iteration of Spider-Man. It, it's just, that's how Spider-Man works so well. That's why Spider-Man's so popular. We all relate to him. Um, Batman's kind of, like, a mystery thing. He's like, oh, if I was rich, I would be Batman and go kicking criminals' asses and stuff like that. You know? Stuff like that. You know? You, you kind of want to see yourself in it. And that's why, I mean... I mean, Marvel's, it's not the first time Marvel's tried to do that. They tried to do that with, they did that with Iron Man. They you know, found a really good actor to play him and really bring the character to life and to make him likable as a character. Uh, yeah, it, it's just like that. So that's that's a good explanation of it. Um, really, if you want more information, I would say Geek Culture Explained will tell you a lot about that and why. Uh, any more information, uh, go check out Rob at Geek Culture Explained. He's, he's a great channel. Um, been checking out that shit for a while. Okay, next question. Makeup and women. If a woman slash girl, they didn't say female, asked me if they look better with or without makeup, what do I say? Is it offensive to say without looks better? Because I would like to think she would like it more if I say she looks better natural without makeup. So I'm wondering, what would you women like to hear? I'm not a woman, but I'm going to answer the question anyways. Um, what I would say here... Um, I think about it in like a dating situation when, when you're dating someone and they wear makeup, which is not a big deal. Like, I mean, that's not something I really care about. But the thing is, the thing is, and maybe I'm talking to all the ladies out there right now. He, he should like it when you wear makeup. However, he needs to like you when you don't wear makeup too. That's, that's a hundred percent. Uh, if he can't like you without makeup on, uh, he shouldn't like you. He doesn't deserve you. If he can't love you at your worst, he doesn't deserve you at your best. And that's my mindset going to it. It's like, I don't care if she wears makeup. She can wear makeup every day and do the weird contouring shit. But I want to I want to like it natural, too. You know, you want the best of both worlds. Because you're, you may be seeing natural more than the other one. Uh, and that's, a, that's kind of a, that's a sweezy thought right there. 
um, what would a woman want to hear? Um, some, it could be one of those questions where uh, however you answer is a trap. Um, what I would say is, um, I'd be like, honestly, you look great both ways, but uh, if I, what would you prefer? Hmm. See, if you're going to ask, if she asks what you prefer, I would just uh, take the safe answer and say, I think you look great without makeup on. And uh, answer like that. Just lie, because cause she's going to be mad at that answer. Then uh, there's a lot more wrong with her than there is with you, buddy. I'm telling you, buddy, there's a lot more wrong with you than there is with, uh, you know, anything else. But let's go to our last question of the episode. Is it wrong? <laughs> My God. Is it wrong to write erotic friend fiction? <laughs> the wrong one what there we go uh i do creative writing a lot on other platforms mostly satire horror or erotica my erotica is often an exaggeration of my actual sex life with occasional fabrications involving friends i'm having sexual thoughts about i doubt they'd ever find let alone put two and two together with changed names and anonymous and heavily fantasized plots but is this immoral uh, the more I do it, the more scummy I feel when talking to them. I'm a gay guy for clarification. Oh, good. What? <laughs> I don't know what to think about. Uh, let me read this in my head again. Um, uh, see, here's the thing. It's It's normal to think... Think about having sex with your friends, the ones that you would have sex with. It's not a big deal. I'll say it's not a big deal. What? Um, especially if you're a... I feel like a woman, a real woman. Uh, I think... Here's the thing. Uh, just you, I mean, you write this stuff. I, I don't think there's any way I'm going to be able to tell you that you can't. There's no way I'm going to be able to stop you from this situation. What I will say... Um, is uh, you should keep this to yourself, buddy, and don't tell anyone about this ever again. Uh, burn, burn whatever, whatever you have on them on this that shows proof, and uh, never let it see the eyes of the Lord again. So, um, because the only reaction anyone's going to hear from this is what. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I have to. I, I don't. That's all I have to say. Just keep this shit to yourself. Um, and that's the end. That's the end of today's episode. So thank you so much for listening to this, uh, or watching this episode of Cancel Sweezy, uh, better known as the Lord's, uh, trademark favorite podcast. Uh, follow me on social media. It's at the Sweezy, um, everywhere. That's, uh, Instagram. That is Twitter. That is Facebook. That is TikTok. I do post on TikTok a lot, posting a lot more on TikTok. So I would love follows and support over there so thank you uh go check me out there um you can also go check out my music wherever you stream music at apple music spotify title deezer uh amazon youtube is you can go stream my music non-stop because the podcast almost over so you're gonna need something else to listen to uh so why not help out daddy, daddy. uh so much more uh if you want to financially support us the patreon page is the best way to say thank you for being a friend but don't forget about the free shit like uh uh, subscribing to the channel, uh, liking this episode, uh, sharing our highlights with your friends and family. 
It's like porn. When you see that share button, you got to share it with your friends and family. Leave a comment on the highlights, too, is a great way. Um, I love to hear thoughts. I love discussions, civil discussions. If you're being a dick, I probably won't give a shit. Uh, and if you're an audio-only listener, obviously, you can leave a review and give us a star rating, and you can obviously subscribe on your preferred platform. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. It's been an episode, and our best episode ever made. And uh, with that being said, let's end this right. Honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk if you love butt drugs and uh, stay awesome.